You know, as excited as I was to see many of you familiar faces, I got more excited to see non-familiar faces. Which is good because that means you constantly bring new people. Kasi kung yung mga kamukha na five years ago, ay yung pa rin yung makikita. Ibig sabihin, walang bago. So, more than half of you probably, I don't know and don't know me, and that's good. Some of you uh, were very small uh, babies na naging toddler, tas naging youth. One of them said nga kanina when, when I greeted the parents and they were telling me about their daughter, sabi niya, I don't remember you. Sabi ng daughter. And sabi ko, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay because you don't, you're, you're not supposed to remember everyone. But it's good to see all of you. We love you. Uh, those that are familiar to us, those that are new. And so thank you, Pastor Jojo. Happy birthday din. Uh, thank you for the invitation. Ang dami na pong nagbago. Uh, nag, Nag-wear na ng ripped jeans si Pastor Tan. Uh, dati kasi si Pastor Mark lang ang may kapangyarihang gawin yun eh. Uh, maski po ako, hindi ko kaya. I don't know kung kaya na ni Pastor Jojo gawin. Pero sabi ko kay Pastor Leo, ikaw Pastor Leo, nagri-rip jeans ka na rin ba? <laughs> sabi niya, pag may okasyon lang, pero not on Sunday. So, galing mo Pastor Tan. Bili po ko sa'yo. Right. <laughs> uh, ako po, hindi ko kaya yun. Hindi ko kaya ng powers po. Uh, as Barbara mentioned, our two adult children, ano, uh, Abby and Brian, live abroad. Our son Benjamin still uh, in university here. But God has been good. Uh, the Lord has allowed us to uh, pastor a new church uh, in Makati. And so we greet you also on their uh, behalf. I want to share a message called Making a Lasting uh, Impact. Now, uh, Acts 13.36, the Apostle Paul in his preaching in Antioch, referring to King David, said that before David died, David fulfilled God's purpose in His generation. Panuhin mo nga yung katabi mo. Are you ready to fulfill God's purpose for you in this generation? Ano? And His impact was felt not just in His lifetime, but hundreds, even thousands of years to this day, we still read the Psalms that were written by David. His son, King Solomon, built the temple in Jerusalem, but the plans and the materials were all prepared by David before he passed away. So he set up his son for success. So to the parents here, set up your children for success, no? Ihanda mo na kung ano yung kaya mo para pagdating sa kanila, meron silang hawak, no? Future kings of Israel would be judged as evil king if they did not walk in the ways of David. But they are judged good kings if they walk in the ways of David. He became like the prototype of what a king, a leader ought to be. David was far from perfect. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, I'm not perfect. And then sabihin mo, so are you. So pareho lang naman tayo. Okay lang yan. But David was a man after God's own heart. But another person, this is really what I want to focus on, this time in the New Testament, had a similar lasting impact beyond this generation. To 2,000 years later, to our generation, is the Apostle Paul. His dying words were preserved for us in his letter to Timothy. Sabi niya, I've fought the good fight, I've finished the race, and I've kept the faith. Next to our Lord Jesus Christ, no one else is responsible to this level for the spread of Christianity in the first century other than the Apostle Paul. And I will explain uh, in a little while why that is so. But let us pray first. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, may our hearts and minds be shaped by your word today. And I pray for all of us 
especially Lord, those of us here in Lighthouse Christian Community, that we will have an impact that extends beyond our lifetime, that will extend beyond the borders of this church, Lord God. And that years from now, if the Lord Jesus does not yet return, and we all, those present of us here, go on to be with the Lord and a new generation rises up, that a new generation will say, Lord, thank you for the previous generation because their life resonates to our day today. Lord, sana ganon, that those who come behind us will surely find us faithful in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. So, sabihan mo yung katabi mo, handa ka ba hanggang hapunan? Hindi naman, hindi naman. Handa kayo, huwag naman. Baka hindi nyo na ako imbitahin ulit. So, Uh, we start with Saul of Tarsus. No? Yun yung, when he was born, he's named Saul, named after the previous king of Israel. He was a Pharisee, a religious leader, responsible for the arrest and death of many followers of Jesus in the first half of the first century. It could actually be said na talagang maraming namatay na believers nang dahil dito sa taong ito, na si Saul of Tarsus. Until of course, He met the risen Savior on the road to Damascus, Syria. His life was never the same again. Tulad ng mga pinanood natin kanina, no? Your life is never the same again when you encounter Jesus. Amen? So, afterwards, he would become the greatest church planter, greatest missionary, evangelist, pastor, and author in the early church. Three missionary journeys are recorded in the book of Acts that resulted in the planting of churches in Asia Minor, hindi po Asia. Asia Minor is modern-day Turkey. And then in Greece, Macedonia, and other nearby cities. A fourth missionary journey is alluded to in his later writings that resulted in the gospel reaching all the way to the seat of the Roman Empire. Wow! Kung saan nakaupo yung emperor, nakarating doon yung ebanghelyo ng dahil kay Pablo. He wrote 13 epistles. That's almost half of our New Testament. Imagine, ano? Almost half of your New Testament galing sa isang tao lang, Apostle Paul. And in fact, these are only ones we that was survived, okay? Meaning, he could have written more that did not survive history. For example, in his letter to the Colossians, he talks about a letter to the Laodiceans. Nasaan na yun? Eh, hindi nag-survive. So wala sa Bible natin ngayon. Not only that, it is very possible that he wrote some more letters na hindi inatapos. Because he instructs Timothy, when you visit me, can you bring, you know, my parchments and my books? How do we know that he died probably with unfinished work? Because history tells us that Da Vinci had unfinished works, artworks, Mozart had unfinished music, Newton had unfinished scientific discoveries, inabutan na ng kamatayan. Hindi natapos. So it's very possible Paul was in the process of writing a few more, probably including a letter to the church in Lighthouse, in Alabang, Muntilupa, 2,000 years later. Wow! Imagine mo, no? Sinulatan ka pala ni Apostol Pablo. Sabihin mo, may kopya ka ba nun? Parang wala naman. Okay. So, so here we have now, I want to share with you six uh, lessons from the life and the words of the Apostle Paul of how to have a life of impact. 
how to make a lasting impact. Lasting impact, ibig sabihin, wala ka na, pero ramdam ka pa din. Amen? May mga taong buhay pa, pero wala namang effect sa buhay ng iba. Because they live very selfish, self-centered lives. I pray to God, God will cause all of us to live a life that is for God and for others because that's the only way to live a life of impact. Amen? The first one is this, know who you are. Kung kilala mo ang sarili mo, magpakilala ka naman sa malapit sa iyo. Hi, I am. Pakilala mo. Go ahead. Baka hindi, nyo, baka hindi alam kasi yung pangalan mo, di ba? Hi, I'm Albert. Hello, who are you? Yan. Know who you are. You know. For Paul, it is very clear. Pag tinanong mo si Paul, Paul, who are you? Ang sagot agad niya, I'm a sinner. In fact, the worst of sinners. Wow! Paul says that to Timothy. I am the worst of sinners, but he also says, I am a sinner saved by the grace of God. Wala po siyang illusion na siya ay perfectong tao, na siya ay taong napakabanal, that he never made mistakes, he never sinned. In fact, he considers himself the worst. But he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Gracia lang talaga ng Diyos ito, mga kapatid. If you see myself, Pastor Jojo, or the other pastors here, we can honestly tell you, gracia lang ng Diyos yan. Wala kaming pwedeng ipagmalaki sa inyo. It's not like we are better than you that God called us to be pastors. No. It's not that we are somehow smarter or more good-looking. Maybe si Pastor Jojo, si Pastor Tan, yan. Pwede nilang angkinin yung title na yun. Or si Pastor Mark, yan. <laughs> Pero the reason is that God is gracious and faithful and good. Yun lang. Wala nang iba. So Paul would admonish in his epistles, no? do not think of yourself too highly. Huwag kang masyadong believe sa sarili mo. Huwag kang masyadong may angas ka, may dating ka, kala mo ikaw na ang regalo ng Diyos sa sambayan ng Pilipino. <laughs> Ikaw na talaga, no? Wala nang iba. Okay? But, Paul would also admonish us, wag mo din namang maliitin ang sarili mo. Because in Christ, we are more than conquerors. And so in Christ, Paul would say this, we are justified, declared righteous in Christ Jesus. Sanctified that we are made holy in Christ. Redeemed, that means we have been purchased by the precious blood of Christ. Reconciled, that means we've been brought back to a love relationship with God the Father through Christ. Atoned, our sins paid for by the sacrifice of Christ. Forgiven, our sins completely washed away through Christ. Adopted, brought into the family of God through Christ. Glorified. A future eternal glory awaits us all. Yan po mga kapatid, lahat yan. In Christ. And Paul, the apostle of the gospel of Jesus Christ, would say, Yes, makasalanan tayo. Pero purihin ang Diyos, niligtas niya tayo. At yung kaligtasan na yan has so many dimensions na siguro na, nag, nag-run out na siya ng bukabularyo para lang ipaliwanag kung gaano kang kablest na ligtas ka ngayon. Sabihan mo yung katabi mo, I'm saved. Are you? <laughs> Sana ang sagot, yes. Okay. So here's a question. Do you know who you are in Christ? Not what others say about you. Not your adoring fans who praise you to get something out of you. Alam mo yung mga, kung makapuri sa'yo, eh, ewan ko na lang. Tapos mamaya, uh, nga pala, uh, meron, meron palang bawi yon. But also not your worst critics who put you down with cutting words. What does God say about you? That is who you are 
in Christ. Amen? And let me tell you this, everyone here in Lighthouse, those also watching, you were created in the image and likeness of God. And you are now being recreated into the image and likeness of His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen? Purihin nga natin ang Panginoon. Know who you are. Second, know whose you are. Kanino ka ba kabahagi? Okay? Paul says, you are not your own. You were bought with a price. You belong to the Lord. You are God's child. You are redeemed of the Lord. You are filled with His Spirit who is the seal of your inheritance. You do not belong to any human organization or any human leader, whether religious, political, or financial leader. Only one person bought you, and that's Jesus. I, I would always say this to people. Uh, God does not owe you. God owns you. Wala pong utang ang Diyos, maski na kanino. God does not owe any of us anything. So the next time you're tempted, like I was many, you know, in the early days of my ministry, you know, Lord, I deserve better. And then, say, <laughs> oh, wag kang hihingi ng ganyan. I might send you to hell. You know? It's the only place you deserve based on your sinfulness, but by the grace of God. Jesus paid a great price as we witnessed a while ago from communion to bring us a great salvation. This great salvation is so great, offered to us free of charge, no? that the New Testament warns of grave consequences for those who reject God's offer of grace. So ang tanong, kung napakaganda ng regalo ng Diyos, bakit may nagre-reject? Di ba no? Kung, kung napakaganda ng bihaya ng Diyos, bakit may nagre-reject? I think one reason is that people who in this life have accepted the offers of so many different people, organizations, who have failed them, Akala nila, ganun din yung magiging offer ng Diyos. It will fail at some point. Well, let me tell you, God's offer never fails. You know the commercial, di ba? Offer good while supply lasts, no? God's offer is always good because the supply always lasts. Kaya yung exhortation ni Pastor Tan kanina, ano yun? Gagawang ko lang ng kuting action, Pastor. Siksik? Ano yun? Liglig? Press down, shaking together, running over. Hindi ko, po, hindi ko po kaya yung mga youth, kaya yun lang po ang makukuha nyo uh, sa akin. Hindi ko nga alam kung bakit every time na lang when I get to preach, nauuna yung youth na ganun, parang hindi ko alam kung kaya kong uh, tapatan yung energy. <laughs> you know? But thanks be to God, you know, there are scams in the world, false advertising, but God's word is never false advertising. Amen? The Word of God is sure. You can bet your life on it. When God says something, it is true. And in fact, He already gave you a deposit. Galing, ano? Para daw magkaroon ka ng assurance na tutuparin yung the rest of it. Meron na tayong deposit, the Holy Spirit. He is the deposit of our eternal inheritance. Kaya siguradong sigurado tayo. So the question is, do you know whose you are? Do you know the one who died for you, gave his life for you, and continues, think about this, continues to intercede for you, even from heaven. Wow. Aminin na natin, how many of us, now when someone says, can you pray for me? And I say, yes, I'll pray for you. And you forgot. Di ba no? Minsan, mapabasa mo sa Facebook, may ganyang kalagayan, uh, I'm praying for you. But honestly, you forgot. 
Kaya nga, many years ago, I remember Pastor Chuck and others would say, when you say, I'll pray for you, you better pray right now because later on, you might forget. But do you know, even if we forget, Jesus never forgets. There on the throne of heaven, He is interceding even to this day. Next, know your calling. Know your calling. God has a plan and purpose for each of our lives. There is the general call. Ano yun? It's a call to respond to the preaching of the gospel. To respond in faith. Para sa lahat ng tao na makarinig ng ebanghelyo ng Diyos. That's a general call. To respond by faith. Then there is the Great Commission call. This is for those who already responded by faith to the general call and are now being called to share that to others. Alam ba ninyo ang salvation and evangelism? Dapat talaga pay forward, hindi pay back. For example, if, if I did not know Christ and Pastor Jojo shared the gospel to me, I don't have to share it back to him. I don't have to pay it back. Why? Because he already has salvation. Eh. I can only make, it can only make sense if I pay it forward to someone else who has not yet received Christ. And so that's the Great Commission call. But there is also a specific call. God already prepared in advance the good works each of us will do. Inihanda na ng Diyos. When you were still in your mother's womb, and I always say this, kung naalala pa ninyo, it takes a man and a woman and one magic moment. Kaya nagkakaroon ng sanggol. Okay? It takes a man and a woman and one magic moment. But the amazing thing is that even though it's the same father and the same mother and you have more than one child, you have two or more, ibang, ibang tao yung mga anak ninyong magkakapatid, even though pareho ng pinanggalingang tatay at nanay. Bakit ganun? Because there is a third element. The Lord is present in the forming of the child in the mother's womb. So yung genetics ng daddy, genetics ng mommy, at genetics ni Lord, nilagay doon. Kaya unique every individual. And when you come to Christ, doon mo lang marirealize, oh, meron palang mga binigay si Lord sa akin, nakakaibang skill, gift, knowledge that I can use to serve the Lord. And so more than 33 years ago, God called a, a man named Chuck Quinley and Sherry Quinley. They are from Atlanta, Georgia. Then they were serving in a church in Jamaica. And after six, seven, eight years, they went back to the U.S. And then they were called to the Philippines to become the, the dean or the director of the graduate studies of ASCM, yung masteral program na sisimulan pa lang. Si Pastor Chuck would be the one to lead that. And by his own testimony, he said, he was taking a shower one day and the Lord told him, start a church. Inside Ayala, Alabang. There wasn't any church at the time in that place. And so he began with a volleyball game. People got saved through a volleyball game. And then uh, slowly, lives were being changed. Uh, volleyball, naging Bible study, and mamaya, church na. You know? And I was one of his students. And he said to me one time, Albert, can you join me? This, this is about to start pa lang yun eh. Mga one or two weeks later. And he brought me here to Alabang. He picked me up from the outside because I'm from Quezon City, you know. Picked me up from the outside. We were driving around and he would point, oh, that house, you know, that family comes to church. And that house, that house. Then we went to one house. We went inside. There's a helipad. 
at the backyard. My goodness. May helicopter na nagla-landing doon. I've never seen a helicopter ever, but apparently one lands at the back of that house. And I remember going home that day and I said, God, I don't belong here. What do I have to give to people who have everything? You know, when I became, uh, when we started and I was the youth pastor and I would have a Bible study with the youth and I would ask them, so how was your summer vacation? And one child would say, oh, my family went to Spain. How about you, another child? Oh, we went to, and then they would go one by one and then it gets to me. How about you, Pastor Albert? Where'd you go during the summer? Yeah, I went to Mexico. Pampanga. Oh, nandito sila, Jean. You know? I went to New York, Cubao. You know, so that's where I went. <laughs> and so I said, God, what do I have to give to these people who have everything? And then the Lord spoke to me and said, they don't have everything because they don't have my word. And so I said, I'm going to be a diligent student of the word of God so that I can be an effective teacher of the word of God. And so that's how it happened. And so throughout the years, as the Lord called us, and then um, we got married. Mahabang kwento yon dahil siguro in the future, pag Valentine's, pwedeng ikwento. Pero depende kung sinong kausap ninyo. Magkaiba po kami ng version ni Sister Barnes. Merong version A and version B. Nagko-converge yun somewhere, pero somewhere along the way, eh, medyo magkaiba ng kwento yun. Alright? But, but the point is that I, I would, uh, we would have Bible studies and then they would all go home, their respective homes, and I would go alone. And I said, God, I, I, I think I need a wife. I don't think I can do this by myself. And so, as soon as I shared that to the congregation, ay nako, every week may bagong dumarating ng church invited by one of the members. Pastor, pamangkin ko. Hi, hello, hi. You know, kapitbahay namin, you know. So everyone may nire-reto someone, you know. And then of course, turns out I had to fly across the ocean to go to Hong Kong to fetch my wife. Parang yung si Abraham, yung anak ni Abraham na malayo pa yung binyahe para magdala uh, ng asawa. And so the Lord called Barbara and I. We've raised our family here, like she said. And it has been great because that's how God is. We serve a great God. Amen? And so along the way, the Lord called us to start planting churches. And so go ahead and show that map, please. I asked Pastor Leo for this. Wow. We declared a lighthouse in every region of the Philippines. At that time, kundi ako nagkakamali. We, of course, Alabang, then um, Muntilupa, right? And then uh, Ordaneta already was there, Pastor Tan. And uh, Mindoro, yung palang. And so we said, okay, God is placing that call in our hearts. Let's look at the map of the Philippines. We counted 17 regions. So sabi ko, maski na isa lang in every region, praise the Lord. Pero ang kabutihan ng Diyos, yung ibang region, mas marami pa sa isa, no? Pastor Tan. Eh, so sabi ko, Lord, I don't think I can do it. Do it. I have to be here in Alabang. So, so I talked to Pastor Tan. Eh, si Pastor Tan di marunong humindi. So... Pastor Tan, three weeks ka doon sa Ordaneta, one week, ikot-ikot ka, ikot-ikot, you know, just, just scan the horizon, see what's out there, and, and then let's pray that the Lord will raise up. And true enough, the Lord raised up. So you've got Pastor Leo there, and sila Pastor AJ at the time, you know, and, and by the way, you know, many of those, uh, except for Pastor Leo, many of those were single 
pastors at the time. Wala pong mga asawa. Hindi ko po alam kung saan galing yung instruction, pero nakahanap sila ng asawa doon sa lugar na mag start sila ng church. So yung nagpunta ng Bicol, nakahanap ng Bicolana. Yung pumunta ng Dumaguete, nakahanap ng isang taga Dumaguete. Di ba? Ganon. So wherever, sabi ko, wow, ang ganda palang strategy nun. Ano? No? Uh, go there, plant a church, find a wife. You know? And it will connect you to the, to the community. And it will win the community because, wow, hindi ka na foreigner. Hindi ka na galing Metro Manila na kung sino ka bang mayabang ka. You are now one of us. Kasi asawa mo ay taga sa amin. Yun, di ba? Kaya magandang strategy yun. Pastor Tan. That's good. That's good. Praise God. <laughs> and so, be faithful to your call, whatever that calling is. And then of course, some the Lord took overseas to leave the comforts of their family, friends, and the church community here. So over the years, we've sent missionaries to India, Japan, Nepal, Thailand. Uh, we did short-term missions sa uh, anong tawag dito, Pastor Mark? Sa, uh, Czech Republic. Yung pinuntahan nila, Pastor Mark. Uh, then sa Ukraine, marami pang iba. And so, the question is, what is God calling you to do? Now, part of that calling, you have to also be able to answer, what is God not calling me to do? Okay? You have to be able to answer, do you know your calling? But also, do you know what you are not called to do? Listen, there are a thousand needs. You are called to meet some of them. You're not called to meet all of them. There are a thousand problems. You are called to solve some of them. You're not called to solve all of them. There are a thousand opportunities to do good. You are called to grab some of those opportunities. You're not supposed to grab all of them. And so tapikin mo yung malapit sa'yo. What are you called to do? What is your rightful place in God's overall plan? And then, know your gifts. Know your gifts. So here in Lighthouse, we adopted yung uh, shape seminar ni Pastor Rick Warren, di ba? Yung spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experiences. Know what you are good at. And also know what you are not good at. None of us is good at everything. Wag mo namang angkinin lahat ng gifts. Grabe ka naman. Nasa'yo na lahat. Ikaw na. Okay? So, hindi ganon. You know, from the very beginning, we recognize, I'm good at something. Pastor Jojo's good at something. Pastor Tan. So, together, we're able to do so much more. First Peter 4.10, God has given each of you a gift from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. And so from the very beginning, we said, we need a team. And so thank God for the pastoral team. Can I ask the pastors of Lighthouse, just stand up. Uh, and of course, your wife is your first teammate. So pastor's wife, tayo din. Can we acknowledge all of our pastors, not just from here, baka may mga taga-outreach. Yan, thank you po. Thank you. Now by God's calling and grace, some of our pastors ay sumakabilang buhay, di ba? You have Pastor Ron, and very recently, our very own Bishop. Let's all rise for Bishop. <laughs> di ba? No? Bishop Saniel, you know? Then there are some na uh, sumakabilang probinsya. So you have Pastor Brian, pumunta ng uh, Cebu. Ganon. So iba-ibang calling, pero as long as we are here together, sabi nga, 
kay John Maxwell, no? Together, everyone accomplishes more. Teamwork makes the dream work. Ayan, di ba? So, yung mga seminar natin ng leadership level up. So, do you know your gifts? Do you know what God has equipped you to do? Do you know what God's, uh, what your unique contribution is for the advancement of God's kingdom? Kaibigan, pag di mo tinupad yun, may may gap, parang may kulang, alam mo yun, kasi dapat ikaw yung nandun, nasan ka? Ba't nawawala ka? So, ikaw yung dapat nandun, gawin mo yung iyong responsibility. Kasduktong niya, know your limitations. We have limitations of time. You only have so much time, you cannot overcommit yourself. You, you have limitations of energy. Di ba? Hindi naman palaging energetika. There are times na parang, ah, oh, papagod ka rin. I mean, if Jesus took time to rest, and to sleep. Diba? Tayo rin. We also have limitations of passion. We cannot be passionate about everything. Okay? You cannot be passionate about every breakup na nangyayari. Hindi ka dapat makipag-away na lang ng isang linggo dahil next week may maghihiwalay namang bago. Paano na lang yun? You know? Naubos na yung passion mo dun sa isang naghiwalay. So sabihan mo yung katabi mo, mag-move on na tayo. Ayan. <laughs> You also have limitations of compassion. Hindi mo kayang kaawaan lahat na lang ng pangyayari sa mundo. And because of that, from the very beginning, Pastor Chuck would insist, build big people. Amen? Build big people. People who have a big vision. People who can dream big dreams. People who are willing to say, you know, if God is telling us to do that, let's do that. You know? And so from the very beginning, we've always had this strong eldership body in, in Lighthouse. One acknowledge, Brother Peter. Tayo ka naman dyan. Nandiyan kay. Saka si Sister Christine is not here with us, but Brother Peter, we acknowledge you. We honor you. Si Brother Jorge and Sister Carmeli Silva nasa US. Si Brother Mansur, Sister Alicia Estepur, Brother Freddy Stelton. Marami over the years. And of course, we cannot forget Brother Lino Bondok. We honor him today. Palakpakan niyo ang Panginoon for Brother Lino. Nag-iisa po yan talaga. You know. <laughs> So one time, sabi niya sa akin, you know, Pastor, I'm, I'm here not for what I get, but for what I can give. Alam mo, pag ganun ang naririnig mo, parang gusto mo talaga, wow, thank you, Lord. You know? So we want to acknowledge uh, all of the other elves, Brother Boy and Sister Elaine Hernandez, Sister Nora is here. Uh, si Brother Mel, si Brother Emil, ayun, ng ibang bayan na rin. Uh, nag-message si Brother Emil sa akin uh, the other day. Pastor, Canadian citizen na kami. Wow! Canada, hey! Alright! So, Canadian na. You know? And then, of course, the many elders that have been raised up in the years uh, that have followed. And still more. Why? Because the work is getting bigger. And we've always felt as pastors, we need strong men and women beside us to carry the load with us. Ano yung ating, yung kay, galing, galing kay John Maxwell ulit yun? Yung the elders are a mainstay to the pastor, a, a mentor to other leaders, and a model to the people of God. Yan. So, and of course, ministries, lahat ng iba-ibang ministry, you know, marami nang dumaan ditong worship team, marami nang dumaan na mga media and ushers and ladies and men and couples and family builders. But there's always a new batch of leaders, Amen. Why? Because hindi mo ma-assure na nandito ka pa rin 10 years, 15, 20 years. So always look for a Timothy or a, uh, or a Joshua to raise up alongside you. So do you know your limitations? Do you keep healthy boundaries around yourself? But there's one more and this would be the most important one. Keep your eye on the mission. 
Luke 9.51, Jesus set His sights on Jerusalem. Jesus set His sights on Jerusalem. There were still thousands of sick people to be healed. There were still multitudes to be fed. There were still hundreds of demon-possessed people to set free. So Jesus raised up 12 and 70 and 120 and 500 to do that. Sige, kayo naman. Kayo yung magturo doon. Kayo yung magpagaling. Kayo yung magpalayas ng demonyo. Kayo yung gumawa nun. Because there is one thing that only Jesus could do. Peter couldn't do it. James couldn't do it. John couldn't do it. Paul couldn't do it. Because there's only one thing that only Jesus could accomplish. God sent His Son to the world to be our Savior. No one else. And so He set His sights on Jerusalem. Jerusalem is where He will be arrested. Jerusalem is where He will be flogged and mocked and ridiculed. Jerusalem is where He will be crucified and die on the cross. But Jerusalem is also where He will rise again from the dead. And that is where our salvation is. Amen? Kung, kung si Jesus ang ginawa lang niya to preach, to teach, to heal, and hindi siya namatay, but still physically doing that to this day, Ibig sabihin, let's say, buhay pa rin si Jesus hanggang ngayon, physically. Ha? So He's still here preaching, teaching, healing. But He did not, did not die on the cross for our sins. Lahat ng ginagawa natin, meaningless. Because it is in His death and resurrection that we are saved. Not from His healing, not from His casting out demons, not even from the words that He preached. Unless He died on the cross, we have no Salvation. Sabi ko nga, without Christ, walang Christmas. Amen? Without Christ, wala rin Holy Week. Praise be to God. And the Apostle Paul, again, is a good role model for us. He, like Jesus, faced many challenges. He faced much opposition. Sino sa inyo nakatanggap na ng opposition, right? In your, in your serving God. Some of it came from Jews. Some of it came from Romans. But sometimes the opposition comes from within the same church. So Paul would say to them, you know, I have uh, continued to keep my eye on the mission. Acts 20, 24. I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. The task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Acts 26, 19. Paul says, I was not disobedient to the vision God gave me. Wow. I, I pray to God for all of us here, but lalo na to the pastors that are here. I pray that we can come to the end of our days saying, I did not disobey God's vision for my life. I fulfilled it. I fulfilled it. It was hard, but I fulfilled it. That's why he was able to say, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I kept the faith. Turn to someone near you and tell them, fight the good fight. Finish the race and keep the faith. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. So how do you live a life of impact in your generation? That outlasts your lifetime. Know who you are. Can we read this together? Yung uh, summary natin ito. Know who you are. Know whose you are. Know your calling. Know your gifts. Know your limitations. And then keep your eye on the mission. Hallelujah. So King David fulfilled God's purpose in his generation. Lord, sana kami din, Lord, bago matapos ang buhay namin sa mundong ito, masasabi namin talaga, 
na talagang na-fulfill namin, Lord, yung purpose mo para sa amin. The Apostle Paul fought the good fight, finished the race, kept the faith. He too fulfilled God's purpose in his generation. How about us? Nabasa ko ito, no? life is God's gift to us. What we do with it is our gift to Him. Wow. Ano ang gift ninyo sa Panginoon, mga kapatid? A life that serves the Lord. Amen? Si William Carey was a British missionary to India. Sabi niya, attempt great things for God. Expect great things from God. Wow. I love that. Wag mong maliitin ang Diyos, kapatid. I mean, here in Lighthouse, we've seen so many miracles already. Praise the Lord. Diba? Remember the year of amazing things and we paid off this building in barely six to eight months na dapat five, six, seven years. Nagmilagro ang Diyos. Binayara na lahat. So much so that yung ating contractor, si Brother Bert Lutilia, na sumalangit na rin. Sabi niya, Pastor Albert, nauna kong gawin yung isang church, pero nauna kayong makapagbayad. <laughs> Sabi ko lang, ah, galing po sa Lord yan. God has been good. And we've seen miracles of salvations and healings and deliverance and broken marriages that God fixed. Wow! Wayward children na naliligaw ng landas, the Lord brought them back. God is able to do great things. So let's expect even today and the weeks and the years to come, great things are still going to happen from the Lord. Amen? So let's attempt great things. Huwag nating sabihin na ito lang ang kaya kong gawin. Ako, if you interview any of us pastors that are here, we would not have imagined 30 plus years ago that we would be doing what we're doing now. Okay? I mean, I was an accountant. Si Pastor Tan is an accountant. Si Pastor Jojo was in business. Everyone of us, si Pastor Leo was in the, in, in the military, you know. Who would have thought that God would use us to be pastors and preachers and but you see, God has great plans for each of us. Amen? So would you bow your heads for a moment? Ang mabuting plano po ng Diyos nagsisimula always when a life surrenders to Jesus. Doon po ang simula. Yun ang starting point. Yung kapag ang isang tao ay lumapit sa Panginoong Yesus at nagsabing, Panginoon, narito ako, makasalanan akong tao, pero nananampalataya ako sa iyo. You are my Savior and my Lord. That's the starting point. Doon palagi nag-uumpisa. For me, it was in April 5, 1985. That was my starting point. I was in a church service like this. It was Good Friday. At sabi ng, sa ating bayan, pag Good Friday, kamamatay-matay lang ni Jesus, sa linggo pa ulit mabubuhay. Pero umatin po ako ng church service na katulad ito, sabi po nung pastor is an American, sabi niya, Jesus is alive! Sabi ko sa sarili ko, si Raulong Amerikano, paanong buhay? Eh, sa linggo pa mabubuhay ulit. Kamamatay pa lang ni Jesus, Good Friday. Tatlong araw pa bago mabuhay ulit. And then he said, Jesus is alive because He died on the cross almost 2,000 years ago and then rose from the dead three days later and He does not die every year. Nung marinig ko po yung sabi ko, oh my gosh, oo nga. Saan nang galing yung mindset na every Good Friday na mamatay si Jesus and then every Easter Sunday mabubuhay ulit? Ano yung every year pinapatay natin si Jesus at then magbubuhay ulit? Hindi na pala kailangan isang beses na. Jesus died once, He rose again once, 
But His offer of salvation, forgiveness, eternal life is ongoing. Every day. Kaya po ang lighthouse lumalabas sa kung saan-saan lupalop ng Pilipinas at sa ibang bansa. Bakit? Kasi yun ang gusto ng Panginoong Isus. That people will hear His word and be, and be saved. Pero kung sakaling meron sa atin sa umagang ito, can we just bow our heads for a moment? Kung meron po sa inyo na narito ngayon na nakatayo, na imbita kayo, or baka ilang linggo na kayo nag pero sa totoo lang, hindi nyo pa talaga sinusurrender ang buhay nyo sa Panginoong Isus. Kung sino ka man kaibigan, raise your hand to the Lord, taas mo lang ang kamay mo, sabihin mo, Pastor, ako yun, um, hindi ko pa talaga talagang pinapanampalatayanan si Isus. Hindi ko pa tinatanggap si Isus sa aking buhay. Naririnig ko ito, nakaka-attend ako ng worship service, Bible study, pero hindi ko pa ito ginagawa. To actually surrender my life to Jesus and to receive Him into my life. Kapatid, kung ikaw yan, taas mo lang ang kamay mo. We'll sing this song and as your hands are raised, we will pray for you in a while. Pataas nyo lang ang kamay nyo dahil nais namin kayong ipagdasal. Go ahead. Tayo po mga lumapit. Hindi po ako or si Pastor Jojo or any of the pastors, hindi po kami nilalapitan ninyo. Hindi namin kayo kayang iligtas. Hindi rin po lighthouse ang nilalapitan ninyo. Si Jesus po ang nilalapitan po nating lahat. Siya lang po ang tanging tagapagligtas natin. I wanna pray for you po. Nais ko po kayong ilid sa napakasimpleng panalangin. I would like for you to follow the prayer after me pero talagang ramdamin natin sa ating mga puso. And after I pray for you, we will have our pastors, elders, and other workers to pray for you also. Pero inihiling ko po, taas po natin ang ating mga kamay sa Panginoon. Let's lift our hands to the Lord. At manalangin po tayo, sabihin natin, Panginoong Diyos, sa pangalan ni Jesus, lumalapit ako sa iyo. Inaamin ko, ako ay makasalanan na nangangailangan ng iyong pagpapatawad at kaligtasan. Sa umagang ito, Tinatanggap kita, Heso Kristo, bilang aking tagapagligtas at Panginoon ng aking buhay. Today, I surrender my life to you. Lahat ng buhay ko, Panginoon, Ikaw na ang maghari, Ikaw ang manguna. Puspusin mo ako ng banal na Espiritu upang mamuhay ako ayon sa iyong kalabang. Salamat, Ama, sa iyong pag-ibig sa akin. Salamat, Isus, sa pagkamatay mo sa krus at muling pagkabuhay. Ito po ang aking dalangin sa pangalan ni Isus. Amen. Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Go ahead and pray po individually. Hallelujah. Congregation, can we lift up our hands together to the Lord? I just want to speak a blessing to all of you while we pray for those that are in front. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord Jesus, this is what it's all about, Lord. The reason the church exists is to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. To proclaim the good news that Jesus alone can save humanity. So Lord, thank you for every soul that you brought forward here today. Lord, I pray that as Lighthouse celebrates 33 years, many more to come. Because there are still many souls to save. Many more cities to reach many more provinces and regions of the Philippines to evangelize. Many more nations to reach out and send missionaries to. Lord, salamat to all of our pastors, elders, 
all of our workers. We give you glory, honor, and praise, O oh God, in Jesus' name.